This whole trying to be like me really isn't funny anymore. I was never trying to be like you, and when was it funny? I don't see why your pathetic need to recapture your glory days gives you the right to splinter my vote. How can you think it's okay to talk to people like this? Do you have parents? Yeah, two of them, unlike some people. Your brain isn't even connected to your mouth, is it? Why don't you do us both a favor and stay out of my way? Don't. Ever. Do that again. You're sick, you know that? Okay, let's not say something we'll uh, regret later, okay? You crazy freak! Vapid whore! Like that! Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We are just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time, giving our review, our reaction. We're your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 5, Homecoming, directed by David Greenwalt, written by David Greenwalt. Um, original air date is November 3rd, 1998, to an audience of 6.53 million people little uptick from the last episode. And uh, I kind of feel like this one was a little directionless, was kind of all over the place, had a lot of storylines they were trying to squeeze in at once. And I don't know how well it worked. Yeah. One of the storylines seemed like, oh, yeah, this could be fun. And it's not <laughs> that really, <laughs> not really that fun. And the other yeah. one is like, all right, this is fine. Yeah. But not really. Um, I mean, our predictions from last week were pretty spot on. It is about homecoming dance. Mm -hmm. um, um, there was a little bit of drama, not necessarily involving Angel, yeah, like I predicted. Yeah, but we thought Angel was going to come back, and then you had a wild card prediction that Spike might yeah, show Spike. back. Up. Yeah. Well, we get he a new. We get a new. Uh, we get a new character, and we learn even less about him. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> we learn. We learn a little bit of something. We get a name. We get a yeah, name. We get a name and a and a and a room in an yeah. office. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, want to get into this bad boy? Before we get into it, I want to give a shout out to our listeners to say we know that there are a lot of Buffy podcasts out there, and we appreciate that you have chosen this to be one of the five that you listen to. <laughs> Yeah, before we started doing this podcast, me and Vance, uh, we usually do some research to see like how many other podcasts are out there about certain shows. And we had a long list of shows that we were like potentially going to do. And for some reason, we settled on Buffy without doing like any research into how many podcasts <laughs> there are about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, but yeah. Yeah, we've officially flooded the market. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, fuck it, you know, we're already... Uh, two and a fifth season, two and a quarter season yeah. in. We're in too deep to quit, but not so far in that we shouldn't quit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have, I mean, we're, this is, in grand total, this is episode 39. There's 144 episodes of this show. We have at least two years left of this. Yeah, we have over 100 episodes, so if we wanted to call it quits, we could. But yeah. we enjoy the show. We're enjoying we enjoy the show. our fans. 
Yeah. And we're giving you guys. We, we're doing it. Yeah. From what the f- people are saying, a bunch of people do quit. And uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm stubborn as fuck. And now I'm kind of like, well, f- I got to stick this out to the very end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a, we're going to ride it till the wheels fall off, man. Yeah. I mean, unless one of us die. I mean, two years is a long time. Yeah. Can't make any promises I'm going to stay alive that long. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. I remember when I saw Avengers Infinity War and the end, because uh, you know that it's going to be another sequel, and it was for a year later. After I saw the end of Infinity War, I turned to my friend that I was watching it with. I was like, fuck, I got to survive another year to see how this ends. <laughs> they don't get movies in heaven or hell. No. Buffy, um, Buffy uh, proved that, right? There's yeah. No, there yeah. was no movies in that hell. No, there was just a lot of communist stuff going on. <laughs> like cracking rocks and being like, hey, so what happened in Endgame? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't see it? Oh, oh, let me tell you. Uh, they went back in time. <laughs> All right, let's get into the episode. We're rambling about Endgame and Infinity War and everything. All right, so the episode opens up with the gang at the bronze and they're planning out homecoming, what they're going to do, who they're going with, what they're going to wear, how they're going to get there, planning out the limo stuff. And uh, this has got to be a remaster issue because it looks like it's the middle of the day. <laughs> they're in the they're in the bronze and then everyone's like, all right, it's nighttime. Like people are talking about how it's nighttime. What's the complaint of the show that, you know, it's just too dark. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is it so bright? Like it has, you know what it has? It has like that friends, like look, those like high contrast, like uh, sitcoms, like Big Bang Theory and Mm -hmm. Two and a Half Men, just like that high color, everything's bright. And it's like, it isn't supposed to be like that, is it? No. It's 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 like they remastered it to look like the Scooby-Doo movies. Dude, I'm going to be honest with you. It took me a second to realize they were at the bronze. I thought that they were at the espresso pump in mm. outside during the day <laughs> because it was so bright. And yeah. then it pulls out and they're in the bronze and it's so bright. And then someone's like, all right, good night. I'm going home for the night. And I was like, it's night. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So they're all talking about who's going with who and what they should do. Should they get a limo? Should they ride in Oz's van? Mm -hmm. And Buffy is looking very, very sad because she has not been asked to homecoming yet. Yeah. That's what I gathered at first. Cause at first I was like, Oh yeah, she doesn't have anything to go with. I'm like, Oh, she's dating that, that Scott kid. Yeah. Um, and then he comes over and Cordelia is greatly like, Hey Scott, you haven't asked her to prom or to homecoming yet. Yeah, they are treating like, homecoming like prom. Well, um, homecoming, I guess, I was pretty big. Yeah, it wasn't as big in my school. It was pretty big in mine, but I was never around for it except for my senior year. I, I finally went to it my senior year, and it was just like prom. Yeah. Like it was fun. Um, I thought she was upset that she had no one to go with, but I think more of the issue was that she has a pet boyfriend that she's yeah, I was keeping gonna- away. <laughs> I was going to say, she's like conflicted about like yeah. where her heart lies now. Yeah. Uh, so she's looking like, what the hell am I going to do? Everybody's talking about this stupid shit. I don't even know. I've got so much bigger fish to fry. Mm-hmm. And then Scott comes along and Cordelia's like, you didn't ask Buffy to homecoming yet? And he's like, I just figured that she wouldn't be into it. 
Uh, it doesn't seem like she's into it. I mean, do you want to go? And she's like, I mean, I'll go if you want to go. And he's like, I mean, I'll go if you want to go. And she's like, well, I mean, if you want to go, I'll go. And he's like, yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I was like, I'll take that that uh, ruling as a yes. Yeah. The judge rules that as a yes yeah. or something like that. Um, so, yeah, now they're going to the dance together. And then we get to the abandoned mansion because Buffy's like, all right, it's nighttime. I got to go to home quote unquote suspicious eyes i'm going home everybody <laughs> they're like we should go home too because you're the slayer and vampire so just <laughs> no one follow me <laughs> <laughs> so she goes to the abandoned mansion where angel is left alone pacing around buffy shows up with a bag of blood for him <laughs> she's got a bag and a, it has a blood brown in it. paper bag of blood <laughs> and it has blood in one of those uh just like takeout containers yeah like a chinese restaurant yeah, court like, container like, got, like, like a wonton those. soup yeah <laughs> and i was just like should we ask where she got that from that's what i wanted to know is it human really? blood is she draining herself over some time like what is she doing is she, i mean that's a lot of breaking, blood yeah is she breaking into a like is she breaking into the hospital yeah is she going to where, uh, uh, wherever they were donating blood in that first episode of the season? Yeah, she just like stalking vampires, and when they're like not fully finished, she's like <laughs> hopping in, like she's siphoning gas from. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah so she know. shows, she gives uh, Angel the blood, and she's like, "Here, this should make you feel better." And it seems like Angel's kind of like getting back to normal yeah, a little the, bit. I guess he's still hungover from a. Uh, Hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a little dazed and confused. Yeah. Hell will do that to you. Yeah. Yeah, trust me. I know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've been there. Not a fun time. Yeah. Um, so she Buffy tells Angel that uh she hasn't told the gang that he's back yet, and she doesn't know if she should, and she wants to help him get better, but then she also is like, but also I'm seeing someone. I'm pretty involved with a guy. He's really nice. He treats me well. A lot has changed in the last three months, Angel. And he just kind of looks over his shoulder like, what? How could you do this to me? How could you? And uh, Bobby's like, look, sorry, dude. You know, I got to get dick somewhere. You know, you're in hell. (laughs) (laughs) And then. uh, I know. He's like, how could you be dating someone else? Yeah. I just killed oh, sorry. You tried to kill all of my friends and family, yeah. then went to hell. I stabbed you in the gut. <laughs> yeah. Didn't think that you were ever coming back. Um, so I moved on. <laughs> and obviously, you know, this high school relationship, my men, it's definitely going to last. Oh, yeah. It's going to last the rest of the scene. Yeah. Because the next, it's a smash well, cut to. Well, before we get out of this scene, she mentions that she's not going to tell giles and everyone else and when mm-hmm. she brings up giles angel goes oh like he remembers all the <laughs> shit he did to giles <laughs> killing his girlfriend ball stuff like all of that probably ball stuff probably ball stuff uh so yeah buffy's like i'm really involved with this guy it's pretty serious right now so you have to deal with that angel and then smash cut to scott hope dumping buffy this is i think the first time we get a wipe transition mm-hmm. like it does like a slight wipe to him breaking up with her um yeah which i was which i was like all right if this is actually happening i'm fine with it yeah 
But it's yeah, a little bit like of a cop Scott out. anyway. But it's a little bit of a cop out because we don't get the drama of like Angel having to like show up at the bronze and see Scott there. Yeah, I wish that is what would have happened. But I mean, it's the same as when he shows up to the bronze and Xander's there. Like, yeah, literally anyone that's within yeah. a three foot radius of <laughs> yeah. Buffy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Scott's like, yeah, I'm dumping you, and Buffy's like, what? Why? Like, well, before we started dating, you seemed so full of life and vigor and everything was like awesome. You seemed really cool. And now that we're dating, you have like emotional problems, it seems like. <laughs> I was like, did he know her beforehand? Yeah, we never saw him. <laughs> no, I'm saying, did, did he know her like personality beforehand? Because it didn't seem oh. like she was full of life when she came back from Los Angeles. Yeah, that, yeah, that is true. Um. So Buffy's like, no, I can change. I swear I'll be less distracted. I'll be a be much better girlfriend. And Scott's like, nah, dude. So he I, walks away. I thought he was going to actually like take the bait there. And I was kind of happy too. he didn't. I did. I thought that he was going to take the bait. Uh, because as you described him in the last episode, he is corny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, He's got so like no emotion. Like all of his lines what? are just delivered like uh, he's so like. Well, he is also just like so milk toast, like yeah. good guy, no like kind of flaw at all. But it's like there's no personality, there's no like there's no like interesting thing about him. Like Oz yeah. would always just like say one liners, but there was something beneath the surface, you know? Like yeah, there was some. He was intriguing. Yeah, but this guy's like, eh, nah, I mean, Scott nah, Hope nah, has a blue link on Wikipedia. I mean, if this is the end of Scott Hope, no, that's no, a waste of a blue link. He's around. He's around for a little while, but he's got to be around for a little while. I don't see um, his. De- I don't see his death being like as big and traumatic yet. But I guess he's gonna have to come back in somehow. Yeah. So Scott walks away. Buffy's like, "I'll change," and he's like, "Nah." He leaves, uh, and then we get like this weird kind of like binoculars looking at Buffy. Mm, There's yeah. somebody stalking Buffy and then we get to who is actually doing it. It's a it's a van and there are these twins, it looks like, just with binoculars looking at Buffy and they use a very old cell phone. <laughs> that flip phone was amazing. It was great. It yeah. brought me back. Yeah. Uh a very old cell phone plugged into some kind of computer technology that, you know, was really advanced <laughs> for nineteen ninety eight. Um <laughs> and they call an old man. I don't know who this old man is. I don't know his well, name. I don't know his name in the show, but this is Mr. Pitt from Seinfeld for anybody that watched that show. So we got another Seinfeld cast member sighting. Yeah. I just wrote old tech man. Yeah. They don't give him any name introduction payoff. Even at the end, we don't really know what this guy's deal is. Yeah. But he's like the man in the van for the man to, for the twins in the van. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, Oh, he's just like tapping on a keyboard. Like, Oh, we got the coordinates and all this stuff. And he's looking at <laughs> those computer screens. Like you yeah. can tell where anything is. Imagine. Yeah. No, it's like that uh, computer screen in the original Jurassic park. Yeah. When the girl's trying to unlock all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that computer screen is like nothing. He's got a little like uh Bluetooth headset. It looks like, yeah, uh, and he's like, all right, we got the coordinates. Tap, 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 tap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, from behind, uh, Mr. Trick shows back up. Mm-hmm. And I was very happy Mr. Trick showed back up. I am a big fan of Mr. Trick. 
Mr. Trick is interesting because he has a whole different vibe than what Spike has. Um, yeah. And it's more on the business corporate side of things. And he's yeah. a, he's a, like a little a grifter, scammer, hustler. Yeah, he's all yeah. about making that sweet, sweet money, baby. <laughs> that bloody money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I like him. His suit. I mean... Joe's Fashion Corner here. This is a very 1998 suit. Big fucking baggy ass suit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Red velvet, orange tie, red shirt. Like, (laughs) this guy looks insane. (laughs) He's got to do all the hustling to stay stay fresh. I just don't know who he's trying to be. Like, who the actor is trying to emulate. You know what I mean? Because it's kind of like Chris Tucker from from rush hour or something and then like arsenio and then i, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, think man. he's trying to emulate anybody i just think this is, he's just playing that character i don't know man but i like him big fan of mr trick i'm glad he's back and then we cut to dun 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 something we've been waiting for for a season and a half it seems mm-hmm. like yeah we get a little shot into the mayor's office. The mayor of Sunnydale. Yeah. We've been waiting. And he has a little intern guy come in and he's like, we got some intel. There's some new people here. They're twins from Germany. They're spying on the Slayer. And he gives him like this, the, the brief about who the, the twins are. And the mayor like grabs it and just starts sniffing it all over. And he's like, how clean are your hands? And the intern is like, what? He's like, my mother always said cleanliness is next to godliness. And I think that you should be really washing your hands a lot better. You need to get under the fingernails. You need to wash for at least 20 seconds. It's like, and the intern even kind of looks at him like, what the hell's up with you, dude? Like, this is weird. Well, I'm going to assume that this guy is at least at assistant level and not intern if he's handling over <laughs> vital yeah. information. I mean, he also looks like he's like 40. <laughs> he's definitely not an intern. All right. But uh, I'm going to call him an intern because okay. I like to belittle people. <laughs> I mean, it's a little tent where he puts makes him put his hand on the table and there's yeah. like the letter opener next to it. And you're like, is he going to stab this guy's hands on yeah. his desk? And I, I thought was like, they was going to do that thing where it's like they stab between each finger. Or like it looks like he stabs or he stabs between the finger or something like that. Yeah. I thought they were going to do something like that. And I'm happy that they didn't, even though it was yeah. kind of set up. Yeah. But it's yeah, weird. I don't, the mayor's I, don't know what, I don't know what they're trying to do with the mayor uh, <laughs> as of right now. But yeah. he seems really, really weird. And his name is uh, Richard Wilkins. Mm-hmm. You can see it on his uh, mayoral door. Mayor Richard Wilkins, which I will not remember. I will nope. just call him the mayor. Absolutely. <laughs> that name has no staying power. <laughs> it is the whitest name alive. <laughs> and the mayor just has like the most generic look, too. It was like, okay, yeah. this is the guy. He kind of looks like like uh, Judge Reinhold or something. Yeah, I'm like, he's not. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, You know, you talk about a person for a season. And a half and almost you like think when you see him, you're going to like, this is the mayor. Wow. Yeah. Like if Mr. Well, Trick was the mayor, that'd be really funny. Well, when I was when they kind of like shield his face and you can't really see what he looks like. And he was talking and I thought that his voice sounded like Snyder's. So mm-hmm. I was like, is Snyder the mayor? Oh, no, I never thought that. That would be well, insane. 
It wouldn't be insane. It would absolutely be insane. If it was Snyder's twin brother, that would be oh, ridiculous. Yes. That would have been awesome. That's what they should do. Go soap opera style and just people die and then just like, oh, that's my twin brother. Yeah. Oh. Well, now it's just some fucking red haired white guy. <laughs> or he's blonde and the remaster is making him redhead. I don't know. I, I it think, looks like Joe Frank. Light brown. That's Star- one strawberry right blonde. Strawberry blonde. Okay. You want to go with that? We'll go there. Strawberry. Mayor Strawberry. <laughs> and we are down to this being one of four Buffy podcasts that people listen to. <laughs> <laughs> we lost a lot of people in yeah. that. Is he strawberry blonde? What's the remaster? Yeah, I'm not feeling this. Yeah. Um, so then we go to back to school and it's picture day and Cordelia is taking a picture and Xander does this incredibly weird face. It's got Squid Game uh, vibe to it. His yeah. Photo. He's like tilting his head and then like smiling and looking through his eyebrows or something. It's very silly. Willow has like a, an initially good looking picture, but then she starts to frown and that's when they take the picture and it's like, ha 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 ha. And then Cordelia snaps into kind of like uh, she, she meets up with the gang and she's like, well, it's time to start campaigning for homecoming queen. I need to be homecoming queen. I'm the most popular girl in the world. So my competition is this Asian girl whose name I don't remember. And this white blonde lady whose name I also don't remember. Yeah, I didn't pay any attention to any of those. Yeah, she doesn't think that the Asian girl has a chance. But the blonde girl might have a chance because she seems to bang everybody in school. (laughs) According to Cordelia. Cordelia said something like she's very open to the whole football team or something like that. She says something like that. I have to say this. Is Cordelia still popular? That's what I want to know. I thought thought once she joined this group, I thought once she joined this group, her popularity dipped. Yeah, it definitely took a hit. She still might be the the hot girl in school, but she's not the most popular. I'm going to bring something up later that I thought was very hilarious, but uh, that plays into this okay um but yeah so she's like this is serious business i need to run for homecoming queen and everyone's like okay sure and then she's like where's buffy and faith they're xander's like they're getting real sweaty sweaty in the library she's like do you mean that they're training he's like well yeah i mean but they are getting sweaty sweaty he's like no i stick with what i said yeah (laughs) so we get to i'm surprised he's not in there watching I know, right? He's like, I'm watching that stream. Like a 1998 camcorder. Like, oh, we need to study the tape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dallas, you sure you don't want to, like, study the tape and you can comment on the form? I mean, I'll make copies. <laughs> um, so we get to Buffy and she's just wailing on Faith. Uh, Faith's uh, little protective mitts. And Faith's like, God damn, girl, you should get broken up with more often. I like this rage in you. That's pretty much dead on on the accent <laughs> damn girl <laughs> i don't know what she's doing i don't i don't think this is how she actually talks in real life so no it's yeah. definitely not she's like whoa kid you fucking whoa dude you really fucking got broken up with huh wow you should get broken up with more often kid <laughs> How you like them apples? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Boston by way of New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You hit a pot cop car in Harvard Square. <laughs> um, so uh, Faith is basically like, you got to move on. You got to get, 
you got to get back out in the field and you got to just start screwing dudes. That's how you get over it. And Buffy's like, like, why would she in school during the school day? Right. She's with her little press on tribal tattoo. <laughs> no one goes in the library. And is like, who's this? The library is middle of the day and they're just straight up boxing in the middle of the library. Yeah. Like this school is full of geniuses, as we talked about last episode. And then it's never anybody in the library. But I mean, even if you don't go into the library, they have windows on the door. You can see two <laughs> students just punching the fuck out of each other. Two of the hottest girls in school are training in the library. Well, one of the hottest girls in school and one vagabond who <laughs> yeah. we have no idea where she is and who she is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Faith is just like, oh, we should uh, go out and hook up with dudes. And Buffy's like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I don't think I'm ready to do that. And I don't know if I'm going to go to the homecoming dance either. And then uh, Faith's like, well, dude, you got to fucking go out to the homecoming dance. You got the ticks already, huh? Buffy's like, yeah, I guess you're right. And Faith is like, well, let's go together. And so Buffy's like, you know what? That might be fun. Let's do it. She's like, let's go together. Let's pick up some guys, use them and toss them away. And it's like, I want to see that. Yeah, those lucky guys. No, I just want to see them at the dance and... Then Buffy, you know, stammering, trying to talk to guys and Faith doing her aggressive hit on. Like, I just wanted to see that. And we don't get it. We don't no, get it. Spoiler alert, not. we do not get it. Yeah, it's a real bummer. Um, So then Buffy's walking down the hall and she's meeting up with this lady named Miss Moran or something. Moran. Or, um, we're, uh, we're forgetting something here, though. Um, Cordelia is supposed to tell Buffy yes, that yes. the school photos are happening. Mm-hmm. And she goes to the she goes to the library and then she sees some like football players and she like is about to go in but then turns to do more campaigning. Yes. So she right. doesn't inform Buffy about picture photo, day. Which for some reason it's Cordelia's job to tell her during the photos. Yeah. Picture and day Buffy is announced. Would... Picture day is announced weeks ahead of time. Yeah, Buffy would it's, absolutely know. It's all the school is doing. Giles would be around and being like, hey, Buffy, you need to go get your picture taken. You don't need to train in the middle of the day. Yeah. Like, like, I think that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that one time where Buffy and Giles were training and Buffy was pissed and he she just like knocked Giles on his ass. And he's like, OK, I think we're good for the day. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, yeah, dude, you're an old man in, in like yeah. catchers, like a baseball catchers outfit. Like, yeah. I mean, it is pretty dope that Faith is there because then it's like Slayer yeah. training Slayer too, you know, yeah. of equal strength. Um, so that's no, that's it's good. definitely great. They should fake kill themselves and make more Slayers. And absolutely, they should. Um, yeah, but I just didn't get why it was like. I understand for the drama that Cordelia mm-hmm. needs to tell her, but I'm like, come on, Willow, you know that's your job. Yeah, you know you can't rely on Cordelia to do anything. Also, like, how do you not know it's Picture Day? That everybody in the school knows it's Picture Day. Yeah. She's too heartbroken over Scott Hope, the guy that she didn't really give a fuck about. And just hire someone to take your picture and just submit it to the yearbook page. It's yeah, not I that mean, hard. Go to Sears. Yeah, I mean, that you can totally do that. Yeah. Like, if you're sick on picture day, it doesn't look like, you, you know, your yearbook is like not NA, yeah, you know, exactly. not available or anything. Uh, but whatever. So then Buffy's walking the halls at school talking with a lady named Ms. Moran because she still needs to get a teacher, a glowing teacher recommendation 
to uh, keep her ass in school. Um, and she's like, you taught me so much. You're my history teacher last year. And I learned so much from you. You were such an inspiration to me. And I really need uh, a letter of recommendation from somebody. And I would really love it if you could do it. And Miss Miranda's like, I'm sorry, who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> and Buffy's like, wait, what? <laughs> You're the best teacher I ever had. She's like, I don't even remember you, dude. She tells her her name. She's like, I'm Buffy. And then like two seconds later, she's like, what's your name again? <laughs> I think, Buffy. I think this teacher knows who Buffy is, but is saying this because she wants to live. Because <laughs> if you... If yeah, anyone you know associated with Buffy is uh, courting yeah. uh, Hades. Last two teachers uh, you talked to uh, turned up missing. So, yeah, I know. Yeah, Miss Moran is a smart cookie. Yeah. That's hilarious. I didn't think about that. That's yeah. Sorry, I don't know who you are. I've never seen this girl before in my life. So she just like puts her hand up, horse blinder. Yeah. She's like, yeah. I'm sorry. Don't know you. She Bye. like looks over to where the spies are spying on her like, I don't know her. I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Uh, um, so then Cordelia's back to campaigning some more. And Buffy's sitting with the gang and she's like, man, that lady was my favorite teacher and she was such an inspiration to me and she didn't even know who the fuck I was. And she's sad that she isn't popular like she was popular in L.A. She was like, I was homecoming queen. I was prom queen. I was head of popular club. I All the guys wanted me and now I'm here and nobody knows who I am. Nobody cares about me. No one remembers me. Which 100% bullshit Be and then i think willow even she's like well you had that great party at your house and then somebody was like well all of those kids died because of zombies yeah i think she she mentions it i think buffy's like oh yeah i did have that party i think she mentions it in a later scene when she's uh mm. giving the the prom like they're going through the prom breakdown that's what oh, she mentions you're right, it. You're right right yeah. but in this scene she's like i, I don't even know am i invisible and my yeah. thought was if you if people didn't know you you would literally turn invisible because we had an episode where a girl did that yeah. people just forgot about her and she became literally invisible yeah. and then some fbi spooks came and picked her up <laughs> that led to nothing well, remember I mean, there was it. like that I mean, invisible she kid back. she might there was that back. invisible kid like camp and they're all in like a in a classroom and like getting trained up to be spies i guess i mean how do you think we're winning these wars that's true. That is so true, Vance. Um, and then the the guy that stole the Russian uh, super soldier serum. Yeah. God. Um, and then she's she said something about somebody brings up picture day, and Buffy's like, "What? It was picture day?" And then Xander's like, "Yeah, Cord Cordelia didn't remind you." She's like, "No." And then she's goes and confronts Cordelia about it, and she's just like, "Dude." Why didn't you, why didn't you remind me that it was picture day? And Cordelia's like, I mean, I got a whole bunch of other shit going on, dude. I'm trying to become homecoming queen. And uh, then it gets like really tense, super fast. And Buffy says something like, all you do is think about yourself. And then Cordelia says something like, well, this is homecoming queen competition uh, if this was like a blood and guts competition, you'd definitely win. But there's no way that I'm that, you know, you have a chance in this. And then Buffy is like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to run 
for Homecoming Queen 2. And then Cordelia says something about like, oh, oh, Buffy says, didn't your parents raise you to talk better than that? And then Cordelia says, yeah, because I have two parents no, unlike later. you. Or, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, that happens in the hallway later. Well, Buffy challenges her to a homecoming queen competition and she accepts. But, you know, th- yeah, this scene is gets a little... This is the precursor to that later mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. Um, where I they're mean, just that... really... Where they're really going at it. But like, yeah, saying like... The, the scene later, what you were saying, uh, was mm-hmm. that she says something about like, oh, your parents or whatever. She's like... Uh, she's like, do you... Oh, Buffy goes like, do you even <laughs> have parents? Do you even have parents? And then Yo. Buffy and then... Cordelia, Cordelia says, like, I, I have I got two, two, unlike some people. Yeah, I was, and I was like, like, damn, low blow. I was like, okay, Cordelia just fell back down to like season one level of being. Yeah. Like they talk in these scenes, they're talking as if they haven't been friends and been through a lot together. Yes. So Buffy gives her homecoming queen decree. And then we're now like, we have Mr. Trick. Yeah. And he's with a group of assassins. And they're all gathered there. It's the twins from earlier that were spying on Buffy. Mr. Gorsh, mm-hmm. which nice bring back. Mr. Gorsh and uh, the lady that he bit, Candy. I, or some lady that he bit, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Her name is Candy. Yeah. They're madly in love. And then they're married, this, apparently. Yeah. Vampires get married. Yeah. yeah. And then there's this insanely weird demon that's all yellow and has spikes on his head. I love that Mr. Trick is like, I don't even know what you are. Yeah. Mr. Trick is like, ladies, gentlemen, vampires, and whatever the hell you are, some spiny looking. He's like, I'm Kulak of the blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and he's like, okay, whatever, buddy. Yeah. Uh, welcome to, we're going to have a, everybody puts in a pot. And uh, whoever can kill Buffy and Faith is the winner of the pot. Welcome to Slayer Fest 98. Yeah. And I was like, this is awesome. And I was like, man, is this going to, are they going to shoot up this homecoming? <laughs> oh, I thought that too. Um, yeah. Uh, and then Gorge has a bloody bag of money, um, mm-hmm. but it's non-sequential, which but it's that just tricks eyes uh, there's serial numbers on money. Okay. Yeah. So okay. if you if you rob a bank and then you start dealing out money and it's all like in order, it's like, oh, this came from uh, this place. Okay. So if you have non-sequential where it's all over the place. You know. All right. I mean, you haven't done any big heists? Oh, gosh. Not in a couple years. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I needed a little reminder there. Thank you, Vance. Yeah, this is my uh, this is my community service. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So the game's on. All the assassins are like, yeah, we're gonna go and try and kill the slayers. We know they're gonna both be at homecoming. They're all gonna be at the same place. Let's kill them there. Here's my question: Are they doing this just for fun? Doing it for the money. They're doing it for the. Everyone's putting their money in to try to kill the slayers first. It seems like there's a buy-in to participate in Slayer Fest '98, and but then that would, whoever kills that would, them that would imply gets the that pot. that would imply that you you aren't able to find Slayers. There's it, only two in the world. <laughs> there's only two in the world, I guess. Yeah, 
and they're both everyone, in Sunnydale. Everyone seemed to know where they were. <laughs> like you mm-hmm. just follow the hell mouth. Yeah. Um, or just walk around outside, or just talk to any vampire in Sunnydale. Yeah, I mean you know, everybody you. knows Buffy. Yeah. yeah, there should be a couple of regular vampires that want in on it. Like, yeah, I mean it was know, someone's it was, like. There I guess they can't afford. I guess they can't afford the buy-in. Oh yeah, because it looked like a hefty buy-in. But how does Gorch do it? He just killed somebody with money, rob I mean, a bank. He's... Like it's not that hard. Yeah, if you're right. a vampire and you don't care, I feel like he's a bit more shifty than we give him credit for. No, he's no. a little roach. He survives. He's a coward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think he'd ever get that money. I think his wife got it. I think that he would cowardly kill people, like sneak up from behind and kill them, and then steal their money. Yeah, that's the type of man Mister Gorsh is. If I may be so bold, he doesn't Mr. have a lot of. <laughs> doesn't have a lot of chutzpah. Mister Gorsh from Texas. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Slayer Fest '98's on. So then Willow and Xander are getting ready for the dance, and Xander is basically being like, "So how far have you and Oz gone?" To Willow, and Willow's trying on different outfits that look horrible. She has one of those like fold-out changing curtains in her room. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure a lot of uh, high school girls have that. Yeah. And that seems like uh, we're on set and this is what we have to do. <laughs> yeah. And also, I don't know Buff, uh, Willow's parents, but it's one thing for her to be in her room changing <laughs> with mm-hmm. a grown man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Xander. what I was like, <laughs> like. Do you really trust Xander not to peek around that thing? Yeah. Like, I know they were friends from childhood, but like, hey. He comes over with his bag of clothes and they're like, hey, we're just going to try on different outfits in front of each other. It's yeah. like, yeah, this was cute when you guys were five or six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is very odd. And they're uh, trying it on like this isn't even the night of the homecoming. It, it is. Oh, yeah, you're right. It isn't. It, no, they're just trying clothes on beforehand to see what they look like. Well, I think that it's like Willow needs help deciding which dress to pick. So she comes out. So her you first- ask Xander, obviously. Yeah, of course. Not, uh, not Cordelia, Buffy, Faith. Oz, you know. your boyfriend. <laughs> not a, Well, you want to surprise Oz with your look. Oh, so yeah, you you're right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so you would ask one of your girlfriends, not Xander, to say, hey, does this look... I guess Xander's a guy, so he could give guy opinion on how hot she looks. Well, she's looking to find an outfit that makes Oz go, wow. <laughs> did, and... she say, did she say wow or did she say makes him go... Yeah, <laughs> she said something. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she comes out in her first outfit and she's just got like a long Amish skirt on and a like orange sweater. And I was like, what? I don't <laughs> think it was her first outfit. I'm pretty sure it was. Thought it was like a blousey thing. I think she was changing out of the orange sweater thing into that blouse thing. Um, oh, oh, OK. Well, that was the first outfit that I saw her in. And I was like, yeah. you're going to go to a dance like that? No, I that think was... she changed into the blouse thing. And he was like, oh, that's OK. And it yeah. looked like something you would wear to like some like kind of dinner or like some event, but not like to a yeah. like, homecoming dance. Um, so then she's helping uh, Xander tie his bow tie. And Xander's like, so what have you and Oz done? How far have you two gone? And she's like, I'm not telling you. And she's like, well, how far have you and Cordelia gone? And then he's like, a gentleman never tells of his conquests. And then she puts on another outfit. And now Xander is fully dressed in his tuxedo. And then 
Willow comes out in her full gown and she looks amazing. And Xander's mouth is agape and he's like, wow, you look gorgeous. And she, her mouth is agape looking at Xander like, wow, you look gorgeous. But I'm saying Xander way. looks, Xander looks pretty good in that. I mean, Tux is just work. Yeah. No, he looks yeah. great. Yeah. He looks really good. His hair is looking good, man. Mm-hmm. Willow's looking good throughout this episode too, I think. Yeah, except for that awful Amish outfit that she was wearing at the beginning of the scene. I think she was mid-change. I think you're, yeah. That's I think Joe's fashion corner faux pas. I think she was putting on the bottom and then she still had the top from school or whatever. Um, yeah. I thought he was going to see her like silhouette through That's the what I thought. thing. And it was going to be like him like, oh, um, hmm. Yeah, with little uh, werewolf eyes like, oh. Amina, amina, amina. Yeah. It's so weird that he sees her in this dress. He's like, oh, she's hot now. I guess I can like her. Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay, sure. So Willow's like, I'm really nervous about this dance. I don't even know if I know how to dance. And then Xander's like, come over here. Get over here. I'll teach you how to dance. And then they're dancing. You know, they're keeping some room for Jesus at first. Because there's music playing, too. Yeah, absolutely. In the background of the show. But it's like, all right, we know what's happening. Yeah, and then it, Xander's like, well, I mean, you got to get a little closer. And then Willow's like, okay. Like, get a little closer, and they keep getting a little closer. And then they fucking smooch. And it's been two seasons and five episodes that everybody's been waiting for this moment. They've just started kissing and making out, and doing the smoochies, as Buffy always says, or Willow says. Um, it's funny because... We didn't get the music that we got when he first kissed Cordelia. Yeah. <laughs> which which would have been insane if that happened here. Oh, it absolutely would have been. I but I would have it. laughed. I, I would have laughed, laughed it. super hard. But it would have been insane. <laughs> but, yeah, so they're kissing for a little while and then they pull back. And they're like, wait, wait, we can't do this. I'm, I'm dating Cordelia. You're my best friend. I'm dating Oz. You're my best friend. We can't be doing this. And then they get closer in again and then they start to lean in again. They're like, wait, wait no, no, this is a, this is. A mistake. This is a horrible, horrible mistake. Yeah. And they're like, we can't tell anyone about this. This is just a one big fluke. This is a big fluke. And we're going to say that it never happened. And everyone's like, okay. And that's the end of that scene. So then we have a Buffy who is on a mission in a terrible outfit. (laughs) Terrible outfit. She is wearing like... She's wearing like a neon green plaid uh, skirt and a gray sweater where like it's like eight buttons and the first three are unbuttoned and the bottom three are unbuttoned, but the middle two are buttoned. And it looks like she's not wearing anything underneath and it looks terrible. (laughs) It looks so fucking bad, dude. I was like, what is going on with this outfit? But anyway, uh, she's she's rallying the troops. She's there with, in the library with the gang, and she's got a big board of all of the competition for the homecoming queen. And this board is full of hilarious, hilarious stuff going on. I don't know. I paused yeah. it to read some of the stuff. Yeah, we'll have to get a screen grab because I did not read it. But it is a full listing. It's like a campaign headquarters. With yeah. Like- pros and cons strengths and weaknesses strengths and weaknesses of each of her competition so she got cordelia she's got i think the the blonde lady's name is like 
Michelle Blake and the Asian lady something Hong. I don't know. But they each have strengths and weaknesses. And I wrote down some of the weaknesses for uh, Michelle Blake because her board was the most hilarious. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the weaknesses that she has are bad skin, dandruff, and wears polyester. (laughs) (laughs) Meow. (laughs) Cordelia's. One of Cordelia's weaknesses so Cordelia's weaknesses is like bad at sports, um, uh, not very smart. And then at the bottom, one of her weaknesses is Xander, <laughs> which I was like, that's fucking hilarious. That's great. <laughs> I loved it so much. Yeah. <laughs> and Xander's sitting there and she's like, you got to help me. And she's <laughs> like, yeah, you're fucking one of the weaknesses, though. Like she's <laughs> coupled up with you. That's bad news. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Buffy's trying to rally the troops. She's like, Xander, I'm going to need you to print me out some great uh, campaign flyers. Willow, I'm going to need a database on all of the votes that are happening right now. And I need a database on everybody that said that they're going to vote for the other competition. And Oz, I need you. I forget what she wants Oz to do. But everyone's like not making eye contact with her. And they look like they're not on board for this. Mm -hmm. And Buffy's like, what's going on, guys? Uh, what's, What's happening? And they're like, I don't know, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Like, this is going to kind of tear our friendships apart. And then Cordelia walks in and she's like, oh, what what do we got going on here with this uh, little whiteboard here? And I was like, I'm just rallying the troops for my victory to become homecoming queen. I've got Xander printing me flyers. I got Willow making me a database. And I got Oz doing whatever Oz is doing. And then Cordelia's like, oh, interesting. Hey, Willow, how's the database you're making for me? And Willow's like, it's going well. Xander, how's uh, the new flyers printing going? And then Xander's like, oh, they're going well. And then so all of them get up and they start walking towards Cordelia because they're all secretly on Cordelia's side. And Xander turns to Buffy and he's like, dude, she's my girlfriend. I got to be on her side. She walks away or he walks away. Willow turns. She's like, I'm sorry. I just, you know. It means a lot to her. Like, this is really what she needs. I didn't get that one. Yeah. Willow's like, she needs it more. And I didn't understand why Cordelia needed it more. Yeah. So she walks away and then Oz walks up to Buffy and she's like, and and Oz is like, well, Willow's my girlfriend and wherever she goes, my nation goes. So he walks away and then Buffy's like, son of a bitch, you traitors. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it, later Buffy does something I'm happy that she did do. Me um, too. I but, think I know exactly yeah. what you're referring to. <laughs> but this is a weird moment where they all are standing behind Cordelia and against Buffy. And it's this weird shot where I'm like, guys, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. And Buffy's standing there with her ugly ass sweater. And she's just like, I can't believe this is happening to me. And then the gang leaves and they're like, sorry, Buffy. And they all go out to campaign some more. Giles walks walks down from the stacks and he's like, oh, this looks very uh, entertaining, huh? This is great. <laughs> and Buffy's like, I'm going to fucking destroy everybody. <laughs> she's like, I can't. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. And she's drinking a glass bottle or something. And then she just smashes the glass bottle in her hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like Slayer Fest is too big of a thing 
to be a part of this episode that is yes. going to be part of the homecoming thing because the homecoming thing is a big one yeah dude that's a, i thought that this, well, this, was gonna is, be like this, a, this needs to be a two-parter if they're going to do it this way yeah i feel like just a two-parter two would have episodes. Room. it would have had room in a two-parter i think well it has this it has the homecoming thing it has slayer fest and then it has like a little bit of stuff with the mayor like like i said at the beginning the mayor, of the episode. and then you also have xander and willow kissing yeah they're and then you have the angel thing, so much and here. you have the Scott Hope breakup. Yeah, I mean, this is a two. You could stretch this out to a two part and really dig in. It's a little too much, mm-hmm. and none of them get enough. Yeah, like the homecoming it, it, battle sh- should be could be more fun, more yes. like more backstabby, more like in school like meetings and stuff. We get montages; it's fine, but like, yeah. That's yeah. that's what happens next. There's like an, a, a campaign montage with mm-hmm. all of the girls that are running for homecoming queen uh, going around trying to campaign. And then it, this is also spliced with a montage of the assassins training. And it's just like the twins like checking out guns. And then the guy with the, the yellow demon just like taking spikes from his uh, his forearms and then like throwing them. And they mount into a wall and they just like, it looks <laughs> and, so rubbery. And there's some hunter guy that's just like testing out. Oh, like, yeah. I forgot about that guy. His, his, like, uh, his like bear traps. Yeah, I forgot about that leg. guy. He's got a fake leg that he puts into <laughs> one of them. <laughs> uh, and then you just got gorgeous just making out with his wife on the couch. Yeah, he doesn't. He pays no mind. Like, why did you why did you join this? I think he joined it because his wife wanted to kill. I don't know. Whatever. It's so yeah. stupid. Uh so Buffy's giving people like candy and muffins and then Cordelia sneaking up behind. Buffy those are supposed and, like, to be cupcakes. Those are those like, are cupcakes? Those are like, like a muffin. They look like muffins with frosting on top of them. <laughs> like muffins don't have frosting on because everyone has frosting all over their faces. Oh, you're right. Yeah, as so Jim Gaffigan to... says, a muffin is just a bald cupcake. Mm-hmm. So they have, <laughs> when those kids are eating those cupcakes, Yeah, and it's just all over their face, I'm like, are they five? Yeah, it makes and no then, sense. And then Cordelia hands them a basket of stuff. And yeah, she like, the... takes the cupcake out of their mouths and just <laughs> like, oh, you don't want this. And, and they just it. throw the cupcakes away and they have a basket of other goodies. It's the weirdest. Yeah, and then Cordelia like mean mugs Buffy. Yeah. So then Buffy is walking down the stairs and she bumps into, she drops all of her campaign flyers or whatever. And Scott Hope helps her pick them up. And she's like, oh, Scott, hey, sorry, didn't mean to run into you. Oh, this is so weird. And Scott's like, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be weird. And uh, for all things considered, you got my vote. And Buffy's like, I don't want you to feel like you have to. And he's like, "Uh, no, I'll vote for you. He's like, great. And then she like takes like a couple steps back and then tries to pull the same exact trick on like another guy. And she's like check marks Scott Hope next to her to his name in her notebook of list of students that she's trying to get to vote for. And I was like, wow, what a scumbag. No, I mean, the, the drop in the next thing, like the Scott Hope thing, she was just like, oh, you don't have to. And then yeah. stop saying it. And he stopped saying anything. And she just checks them off. But then when she dropped the book, I looked down and looked back up. I was like, did. Did she like rip a poster down? What just happened? And I rewinded mm. it back, and it's her literally dropping something in front of someone. Yeah, that's not going to instantly get you a vote. Yeah, why would that? 
Um, yeah. I guess to get your face in front of them or something. Like, oh, hey, oh, I'm so clumsy. Well, vote for me. I will say I do like Buffy's poster. Yeah, but Buffy's this, poster is a great headshot. That's just Sarah a, Michelle Gellar's headshot. It's a headshot, <laughs> and then it's like has this like rip that she has her signature in, mm-hmm. and it it looks really. I actually thought it stood out from everyone else's. Yeah, I mean her signature is really rad looking too. Yeah. It's like a nineteen. It's like very sharp. Yeah, yeah, I um, liked it. And it's bigger than everyone else's too, mm-hmm. which I thought was hilarious. She's like taping over people's. <laughs> but it's no way for her to get a picture in the yearbook. No, absolutely not. <laughs> She's too busy getting campaign photos taken. No, she can't. Um, So then Buffy meets up with Willow and she's like, oh, hey, what's up, Willow? How's campaigning for Cordelia going? And Willow's like, I don't want to do this. It's going great. I hope it's going good for you, too. Willow feels super awkward. And Buffy's like, oh, that's really interesting that you're campaigning for Cordelia, considering all the times I saved your fucking life. <laughs> that's the moment I was like, yeah. Yeah. Like, what, do not turn your back on the Slayer. Yeah, right? I'm sorry. This is the definitely the moment we yeah. were referring to earlier, yeah. where it's just like, oh, oh, you're working for Cordelia? Okay. Uh, I just remember saving your life multiple times. That's cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's cool. Like, mm, Buffy can save my life in a pinch when the next demon shows up, or Cordelia can throw a tiara at someone. Yeah, or belittle me constantly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Willow's like, okay, what do you want? What do you want me to do? And Buffy's like, I just need 15 minutes with Cordelia's database of people. That's all I need. And Willow's like, okay, fine, here. And so they sit down to start going over their database, and the, the twins are binocular spying on her again through the window and everything and and they could hear what she's saying yeah did they like bug her yeah they're like oh well we're gonna get picked up at blah 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 this is where they hear that she's gonna get picked up the limo's gonna pick up her and faith mm-hmm. first which i didn't even know was a part of their plan until later but yeah, yeah. so then after buffy has a look over at uh, willow's database she starts walking down the hall with our pal jonathan mm-hmm A.K.A. Pal from Girls. You finally got it. Yeah. It took 39 episodes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you recognize the recurring character that was in the show that you watched before. <laughs> he looks so different in Girls. You got to give me. This is fucking like. Yeah. I'm just saying we've seen him. Girls. I'm just saying we've seen him in this show. Like he's okay. been at like at least 10 No, or I mean, episodes. I know that. I know that. It's bad. <laughs> and he's definitely eating a muffin cupcake. Yeah, he's eating one of them big old fucking things. And Buffy's got her arm around him. And she's like, Jonathan, how long have we been friends for? What do I need to do in order to get you to vote for me? And then Jonathan turns and he's like, well, this cupcake's a good start. But let me tell you something. Uh, Cordelia gave me six bucks. <laughs> It's not even like an easy amount of money to like get. (laughs) It's like not five. It's like five and a single dollar. Yeah. And it's just. Or six ones. Yeah. It's such a random number. I love it. And Buffy's like, she's paying people off. Are you kidding me? This is bullshit. And then she goes over and she confronts Cordelia about this. She's like, have you been paying people off? And Cordelia's like, is it any worse than what you're doing? You're giving people cupcakes and muffins and stuff. And then Buffy, this is where the conversation about, like, you only have one parent. You're a fucking loser happens. Yeah. This gets really over the top 
to the point yeah. where I'm like, mm, this shouldn't there shouldn't be a comeback for this, right? Yeah. yeah. And then it ends with Xander seeing this all happening, be like, let's not say something that we're going to regret, okay? And then Cordelia goes, you're a crazy freak. And then Buffy goes, you're a vapid whore. And then Xander grabs Cordelia and he's like, stuff like this. And he drags her away. Yeah. It's like, we shouldn't be doing this, guys. We don't want to ruin our friendships. Vapid whore, though. That that upped the ante over crazy freak. Crazy, I think crazy freak bothers Buffy more than vapid whore. Crazy freak is a step down from you only have one parent. Oh, true, like, true. That one parent date was so personal. Yeah. It was like, dude, I thought that was the cross the line. You're right. That's the cross the line moment. Like you go crazy freak to one parent. Yeah. Um, but man, that line it was just like, we're all on Cordelia's side, you know, up until... Like for the last couple episodes, I'll say. Like she's been giving jokes and snide remarks and she says stuff off the cup. But this was like purposely mean for no reason. Yeah. It was like Buffy. Like Buffy was just upset that she didn't get a yearbook picture. And Cordelia was like, what the fuck? I don't give a shit. (laughs) Like what? Like I would have loved it. Cordelia was like, hey, I'm sorry. I got distracted. How did you not know it was a thing? Oh, or does it say, hey, don't worry about it. You can take a photo. But she, but you know, Cordelia is, is dismissive and like, who cares about the year? Why do you care about the yearbook? You're a weirdo, you weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're gonna, a weirdo, you weirdo. <laughs> you don't care about normal things, you freak. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this gets really highly ex- escalated, and I'm like, hmm, is this gonna be, is this gonna be something that lingers a bit, or are we gonna wrap this up in this episode? Yeah. And they decided to wrap it up in this episode, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. But before that, uh, Xander and Willow are talking about, you know, this crazy this whole Buffy and Cordelia thing. Like, this is going to tear our friendships apart. And then Xander's like, you know, it's tearing me apart not being able to kiss you. And Willow's like, what? Well, he <laughs> says, he says, I'm starting to see you in a new light. Yeah. And I was like, what? She put on a dress and that was it? Yeah, that's all she like, needed to do. I think I mean, she's really, been dressing I think like really, a goddamn goof this whole series. <laughs> I think what's been getting him is that she's almost on third base with uh, What's us. getting him is that she doesn't want him like yes. she used to want him. And now he's like, oh, yeah. All right. I need I need to be attractive to everyone. Yeah. And he's yeah, he's going to have it, a great time in college being a mess. Oh my god, yeah. Um, like it's crazy because he still has a crush on Buffy and Faith. Faith is just more of a, Faith is more like just like in fact that it's not as it's not the level of crust crush mm. that he had on Buffy where he like wanted to ask her out and like yeah. If hit. Buffy was like Xander, let's date. Yeah, he would dump Cordelia in a hot second. Exactly. Yeah. And would he still do that now? Like, would he dump Cordelia for Willow and then for Buffy? It's He's got a lot going on. He's just yeah. one guy. They need another guy in here, and Oz is already odd man out. Yeah. So he's basically like, I saw you in a new light. And then Willow's like, yeah, but we, we decided that that was a fluke. That was not, we don't talk about that. We don't want to have that be a thing. And then it's like, they're both, they're really, they want each other, but they're in quite a pickle. They don't know how to handle it. So 
here we are. And they're on the bed holding hands because, uh, yeah, they get to go to her bedroom. Easy. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like they, there's no, there's no uh, parental oversight in this place. Not at all. So Buffy walks out of her house. She's wearing a an orange homecoming dress. Looks really nice. I thought it was red. Is something wrong with your TV? This is a remaster. Is there something wrong with your TV? <laughs> it looked orange to me. I thought it was red, but all right. Sure. I mean, I'm blaming the remaster. <laughs> you're, you're watching this on that old VHS, aren't you? Now, I'm watching it on my computer, my friend. <laughs> if I was watching it on an old VHS, I would have the original copy. True. True. And I wouldn't be so confused about why angels in the where daylight the so blue. much. Where the dress is blue. <laughs> <laughs> and where Oz is a werewolf is still a werewolf. Um, so she walks out and uh, she gets in the limo. And Cordelia's the only other person in the limo. Buffy's like, where's everybody else? Cordelia hands her a, a letter that says something like, hey, we didn't want to go with you guys because you're being assholes and we want you to work it out. Um, also, the limo is very expensive, so please reconcile this before we get to the dance and then buffy's like god damn it these sons of bitches i can't believe that they did this to us um but they also have corsages they got them corsages apparently and cordelia's like i took the orchid one because it matches my skin better i was like great so then the driver gets into the limo and who is the driver but one of the twins one of the twin assassins from germany mm-hmm. so Things have already gone awry. And I was like, oh, this is a cool plan. It's yeah. going to be like a um, dangerous game or whatever, where you hunt people in the forest or something. Yeah. And that's basically exactly what happened. The assassin drives a limo to the woods, stops the car, and they're like, wait, are we already at homecoming dance? <laughs> I, I, school is only two feet away from our house, probably. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I do love the the pitter patter of feet that you can mm. hear the guy when he gets out of the driver's seat and runs off yeah <laughs> <laughs> and is it cheating well we'll get to it um but i do like the the big mix-up is that there that cordelia is not supposed to be there it's supposed to be faith it's supposed to be two slayers yeah i get the mix-up i still wanted it to be two slayers versus these guys yeah same so but I'm it was a funny mix-up. It's a funny mix-up. I get it. Yeah. But it doesn't add to the... I just I just kind of want to see the two Slayers versus like these Hunters. That's it. Did the, did the twins do no spying on Faith to know what she looks like? Like they were spying on Buffy a bunch. Good point. Because they picked up. Because they picked up Cordelia. Yeah, they picked up Cordelia first. Yeah. Who looks stunning in a green dress. Green? Green, green. pants? I'll green, okay. green. I'll green, green. <laughs> green, green. <laughs> looks great. That's a beautiful dress. She looks amazing. But uh, yeah, I was when when they're like, all right, we got Cord- we got both of the Slayers. Like, how do you not realize that Cordelia is not the Slayer? Were you not spying? Or did you not send back footage to your old tech man? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but anyway, I think they were just like, well, we're picking up. They said faith in. They said the two slayers are being picked up first, so sure. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so they drive him out to the woods. Buffy's like, "This isn't. This isn't where the dance is gonna be. This is the woods." (laughs) (laughs) I would have loved if she said that. Yeah, 
And Cordelia gets out and she's like, okay, very funny, everybody. What the heck kind of practical joke is this? We're not here. We got to go to the homecoming dance. And then there's a TV and a VCR. And on the TV, there's a note that says on a press rock, play. By on, on a, a rock. rock. What is it plugged into? I don't know. A, a really quiet generator. Yeah. So the TV says press play. Buffy puts the the tape in the VCR player, presses play. And it's Mr. Trick introducing her to like, hey, what's up? I'm Mr. Trick. You're both slayers. And I hired a bunch of assassins to come into these woods. And they're going to all try and kill you. Um, welcome to Slayer Fest 98. And then it fades out. And then there's this like awful graphic <laughs> of it says Slayer Fest ninety eight. No, I, like, I love it. I amazing. love that nineties of yeah, that's such a nineties like title effect. He took the time to film this video and then like be like, I gotta I gotta end it with something spicy. All right, we gotta have this title effect. And somehow the tape self-destructs. Well, he's like, you got 30 seconds to start running for your lives. Oh, yeah. yeah, it doesn't self-destruct. So I guess someone shoots at him or something. Yeah, and then he like waits a couple seconds and he's like, well, it's already down to 17. <laughs> Good luck. And then so they're Cordelia is like, what is, what is he talking about? This is fucking stupid. I'm not even a slayer. And then somebody shoots at them and she's like, oh, my God. Yeah, Buffy's like, I'm like, not a slayer. Wrong. I'm a homecoming queen. Yeah. Um, it's crazy that the only people we know that have guns, we haven't seen the I guess the hunter has a gun. Yeah. So the hunter's shooting at him. But the people that dropped him off are also in this competition. Yes. They also know where they are. Yes. It needs to be at a third party that is picking them up and dropping them off at the location. Yes. Everyone needs to have a fair starting point. This is this is a terribly organized Slayer Fest. Yeah. I mean, it was like the driver of the car has to be like, all right, I'll get out. We'll play fair. I Why would you play ten. fair? I'll count to 10. <laughs> yeah. Walk away. I'll start running. Yeah. I got to meet up with my brother. Like, just wait in the car and turn around and shoot him. Uh, yeah, it's just, I don't, like, you have to do it differently. But whatever. It's very logistical. <laughs> yeah. So then the uh, Daniel Boone motherfucker shoots at them, and he's kind of like the first assassin. But before that, we get go to the bronze, because the homecoming dance is at the bronze, of course. Uh, Oz's band's playing at the homecoming dance. And... Willow and Xander are standing next to each other, trying not to make eye contact with each other, because who knows what would happen if they look at each other. They would probably start banging on the dance floor. Yeah. yeah. Faith shows up, and she's like, where the hell is everybody? Where's Buffy? Where's Cordelia? They they worked it out yet. I'm getting tired of this. She turns around. She sees Scott Hope dancing with who I believe is Amy the Witch. No. It's it kind of looked like her to me. It's not. Well, it's some strawberry blonde lady. And Faith sees him. And she's like, oh, what a sleaze bag. And then she walks away. Giles comes running over to Xander and uh, Willow. And he's like, oh, my God, we have to find Buffy. Something terrible has happened. And then they start to look at him. He's like, just kidding. Uh <laughs> I really liked the idea of this being a joke, I wish we didn't see that they were actually in trouble when it happened. Yeah. Right? Is that Does that make sense? It was a like, fun joke, though. 
But like when he comes over and he says it, it's like now the joke's on him and not on them. Yeah. Because she is actually in trouble. Yeah. And now he's going to look like the boy who cried wolf when he actually does need to like tell them that she's actually in trouble. Like that would have been really funny if it was just like the prom. We don't have any threat and he comes over and does that. And then Buffy walks out behind him. He's like, I'm just kidding. Yeah. And he's like, oh, wow. Giles can be funny sometimes. Yeah, this was very out of character for Giles, I feel like. But he seems like to be in the moment. He's like, yeah, there's homecoming stuff. There's finger foods over there. I'm going to check out the finger foods. He didn't get a chance to go to the... uh, the watcher, the watcher convention thing. so like he's just he, now he's that pathetic guy at the at the high school dance that's trying to relive he's the chaperone he's the trying chaperone to, but trying to like be cool i guess he starts I dancing know. with like the school nurse or something why if he's not a chaperone why is he there to eat the finger foods are all the teachers there do I all the teachers like... go to homecoming I mean, there are chaperones at those Yeah, I don't think he's a chaperone. He's definitely not. You think he's he just there? He just leaves and says he's going to come back for the oh, you're for right. the coronation. I guess, yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so Buffy and Cordelia are running through the woods. Cordelia is like, can we, is there any way we can talk to these people and let them know that I'm not a slayer? Because <laughs> this is bullshit. I just want to go to homecoming. Why are they trying to kill me? And then Buffy and Cordelia almost step into a bear trap and they avoid it narrowly. It's insane because that's not how a bear trap works, but sure. It's yeah. like she like somehow Cordelia sees this in the dark and yeah. she Buffy like steps her foot in it. Cordelia's like, watch it. And then like this weird slow motion shot of Buffy's foot lifting out of it just in time to miss the snap. Yeah. um yeah well cordelia must have been watching the remastered version where it's a lot brighter out (laughs) (laughs) um so then the daniel boone guy shoots him from behind or tries to shoot him and they get out of the way buffy picks up the bear trap throws it and hits him right in the fucking face with it i did love that and then he stumbles back steps into another bear trap what are these why are these bear traps so close to each other who knows, man? <laughs> like he's a terrible hunter. All these, yeah. all these assassins are terrible. Yeah. Um, so then he's like, "Ooh, I'm in a bear trap. This is terrible." And then Buffy goes over, steals his gun, points it in his face, and she's like, "What the fuck's going on? What's this? What's this Slayer Fest all about? How many people are here trying to kill us?" And I was like, "All right, there's like four teams. Uh, it's been organized by Mister Trick. There's the twins. There's Mister Gorch. There's <laughs> you read it like so quickly." <laughs> Yeah. She's like, I'll I'll let you out if you tell me. And then just as he spills all of the beans, that's when the the yellow demon guy attacks. And then Buffy and Cordelia start running. And it's like, oh, you didn't let him out. You are not people of your word. Well, they got someone trying to. I know. But like, honestly, he just he just spilled everything. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's just, yeah, these these guys, man. They're just, I do love that Buffy isn't afraid at all. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, hey, all these people are hunting you. You're going to die tonight. She's like, ah, this is how many? Yeah. How many? <laughs> oh, God. She like cocks the gun in his face. Yeah. Tell me what I need to know. <laughs> like, she's just not worried at all. So then we go back to the bronze, and Faith goes up to Scott Hall, and he's dancing with some lady. And she is like, Scott, 
hey, just want to let you know that my rash cleared up. It's just, uh, you know, the itching is going to subside in a couple days. Uh, so that's cool. Like that old make it seem like Scott's well, got an STD trick. she says the doctor trick. called and, yeah, the doctor called and they say the rash isn't going to be a problem. Yeah. 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 Um, this sucks because this, I think this is the last Faith scene in the episode. Mm-hmm. And it's a waste of a Slayer. Yeah. That's it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I know she's standing up for a friend. Scott didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Um, Giles is eating the finger food. And he's like, this tastes fucking terrible. Uh, Xander and Willow are sitting there sad because, well, Oz is, uh, you know, playing in the band. So Willow can't dance with Oz. Uh, Cordelia is in the woods. So Xander can't dance with her. So they're just there with each other, basically. And it's like, well, we can't be with each other because that's going to be bad news. It's a fluke. We we can't we discuss this. So Giles is like, all right, well, you guys look miserable. Buffy's not here. My my number one best friend in the whole wide world. Uh, this <laughs> finger only, food sucks. The only one of you I care about. This <laughs> <laughs> finger food sucks. So I'm leaving. I'll be back when uh, the homecoming queen's announced because that's all I really give a shit about. And this is the thing I it I didn't realize this till after the episode. So okay, the the homecoming is at the bronze. Mm-hmm. He says he's going to go back to the library until the winter, until the prom queen's announced. Yes, the school and the bronze are like not these easy to get to places where you yeah. like drive away. You're going to go to the library, hang out for a few minutes, and then drive back. Yeah. Because at first I was like, oh, it's in the school gym. I'm always thinking it's in the school gym or something. But yeah. uh, no. That's what I would like. Our homecoming dance was like in our cafeteria. They just like moved all the tables yeah, out of the like, way. Yeah, that'll be there. And the prom will be at a different location. Yeah, it's a bigger prom's thing. usually at like, yeah. a, like but a hotel every, or every something. Every one of their events is at the bronze. The bronze is just making bank. Yeah, dude. But Giles leaves up. there to go back to the library. He should just have like some books in his car that he could just like sit in his car and read. Yeah. You know? But it's a lot thing of hassle. He did. But good thing he did go back. Yeah, it is a good thing he did go back. Actually, is it? Yes. Kind of. No, I don't think so, actually. We'll get to it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Buffy and Cordelia are still running around in the woods and they see like an abandoned shed and they run in there. And Cordelia's like, this is terrible. I'm going to die. I just want to be homecoming queen. I'm not even going to get the homecoming queen. I'm not even going to get to dance with Xander, who I love. I'm not even going to get to tell him that I love him. And then Buffy's like, wait, hold up. Record scratch. Yeah. You love Xander? And she's like, I mean, yeah. And he really grows on you, I guess. You know, you don't get it because he'll grow on you. And I was like, whoa. I don't think she loves him. No, she definitely loves him. She said you that in the so? fish episode. She said in the fish episode that she would stay with him when he was a fish. I don't. I th- what I what are you she, talking about? Like, I think that she wants the drama of. No, I think the show wants the drama of the this love triangle thing that they're putting out. But she has admitted to loving him when she thought he turned into a fish creature. She okay. broke up with her friend group to That's stay true. with him. Like That's she even more significant than the fish thing. Okay, sure. For her. For her. I think, Just thinking I think, about how she I think lives. you're going to lose those friends if you're dating a fish monster. True. Um, no, she definitely has been very committed. Even like when, even in the end of season two, like uh, just with like 
being just being there for Xander when Willow was knocked out and all that stuff. She's she's been as far as girlfriends go, like her personality and her values are messed up. But her dedication to Xander has been the one thing that has stayed steady. Yeah. Um, But basically, Cordelia's looking around this abandoned shack for a weapon. She finds a spatula. Buffy's like, that's the best you could find. She's like, well, I got a spatula and there's a phone. Buffy's like, why didn't you tell me there was a fucking phone? Let's call somebody. <laughs> she's like, well, I thought this would be better. You know, you could hit him with a phone, but whatever. And she's yeah. just like, oh, oh, yeah, we can make yeah. a phone call. I'm like, why would a phone in this shack work? Exactly. Why would a TV on a rock work? Well, they're, I mean, they're vampires. <laughs> Mr. Trick, Mr. Trick runs his own electronics radio. He got a Radio Shack uh, franchise. Uh, I would buy that. Yeah. He's definitely a franchisee of something. Yeah. So then Mr. Trick and the old guy, the old tech guy, they're watching everything play off. And they got the, you know, they're tracking devices on Buffy and Cordelia. And they're like, oh, we got the coordinates. 73 degrees, 42 Celsius. (laughs) They're just spitting out numbers and jargon that makes no sense to anybody. Um, Buffy... Then uses the phone to call Giles. She's like, Giles, we're in big trouble. We're in the woods. Uh, we're holed up in an abandoned shack. And then the old tech guy taps on some keys and he shuts down all the power in the abandoned shack or something. Like shuts I, off the phone. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if you can shut off a phone with his computer system that he has. No. <laughs> like it's impossible, but whatever. Uh, so then the twins are closing in on the abandoned shack now. And uh, Giles goes to the library, sees that there's a voicemail. And he's like, hmm, peculiar. Hits it. He hears Buffy talk about how they're in the woods and they're in trouble. And he's like, oh, shit. There actually is trouble. So then we go back to the abandoned shack. Cordelia is like, man, why does this shit always happen? Why do I, why is it? Why is there anytime I'm hanging out with you, there's always terror and violence? And Buffy's like, Welcome to my life. Cordelia's like, I don't want to be in your life. <laughs> I want to be in my life, which is just being popular and homecoming queen. And, and Buffy's like, Well, I'm gonna be homecoming queen this time. And then Cordelia's like, Why is this so important to you, dude? And then Buffy gives her a speech about like, I just want to be a normal teenager. This is the one time that i could be get my picture in the yearbook and say like hey i was there and i was a normal teenager for once yeah i I wrote down and we get back to the normal buffy complaining about being a slayer yeah (laughs) like she had seemingly gotten past that yeah but it it seems like it's an easy go-to that if if you're like i don't know what to do with this episode Uh, she hates being a slayer wants to be a normal teenager (laughs) Like, like, we got to crank out 22 episodes a season. Let's five, five of them have to deal with this. Yeah. Um, she does have a line that I thought was interesting where she's like, I just thought being prom a homecoming queen would be proof that I wasn't. I was chosen for something other than this. Yeah. And I was like, all right, that's an OK line. But you yeah. also you also just saved the world like three months. Several ago, times. So. Saved yeah. the world, saved countless lives all the time. You know what she she needs? To, they need to bring back former homecoming queens to be like, hey, this is how my life turned out after homecoming queen. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a regular person. Yeah. It's not going to change your life. Yeah. Um, 
So as Buffy's like giving this like I just want to be a normal kid speech, the the yellow demon breaks in again. Was it driving you crazy how she was giving her speeches with her back turned to the windows all the it time? It was driving me absolutely fucking insane. Because like the twins have guns and they're yes. like binocular snipers. And she's just like at the window with the curtain. She'll like open the curtain with the gun yeah. just all haphazardly turning her back. And she's like, let me tell you something, Cordelia. I want to be a normal kid. It's like you're going to get headshot. Yeah. You're not even moving. What like, a dark ending for Buffy if that had happened. <laughs> that's what should have happened. It was driving me insane. Like, have you never played a video game before? Yeah, just stand next to the side of the window. But they're like, no, I mean, we love, love this lighting. Yeah. Um, I do want to say Buffy using a gun was interesting. She she has a gun. She never really uses it. Yeah. Um, And do you think in the show, I'll just jump in here. Do you think in the show that Buffy will ever kill a regular person like just a I pure think that human would be i think I th- that's the i think that's the line they can't cross right yeah i was gonna say maybe unintended consequences like she punches a vampire and the vampire bumps into a human and then yeah. they die but it won't be like a mistake like i thought you were a vampire and she but like that would yeah. be so interesting but, but like the two like the two uh twins mm-hmm. like could she just like straight up shoot one of them in the head in the show? I don't think she could. I don't think she could. I don't think the show would let her kill a regular human being. I think she's kind of like Batman where she'll not like the the whole thing about Batman is like he never kills anybody, but he'll just leave people in terrible situations that will absolutely yeah. get them killed. Like yeah. lock somebody in a basement and then they just starve to death. Yeah, she'll never be the death kill per like she will not be the the direct cause of death she'll be yeah. the, like external, like that daniel like, boone guy with the bear trap just bleeds out and dies like he didn't technically get killed by buffy or whatever I think but she's alive. responsible he's fine yeah he'll show up again with a prosthetic leg <laughs> like a super <laughs> super cybernetic leg yeah, yeah. he can run has really a blade fast. in it he can like run really on fast it. with a limp <laughs> he's got the james bond stomp knife yeah. shoots out what um, was that that machete movie or something where uh that one actress has like a gun oh yeah. yeah uh planet terror yeah yeah dude that movie kicks ass but back to the show yeah back to our show <laughs> buffy uh, buffy the vampire slayer um so the demon breaks in uh, he starts attacking Buffy and Cordelia's like whacking it with the spatula, which I thought was amazing. It was funny. I don't know why this person who thinks that the other person is also a slayer is going after Buffy and not turning around and just stabbing Cordelia. Right. It's fine. It's yep. just weird because I would think if there was another slayer behind me, I'd be really terrified if I was hunting. But when she's get when Buffy's getting attacked, she drops the gun and she's like, Cordelia, put the spatula down. Use the gun. Cordelia picks up the gun, shoots, and just misses very wildly. Mm-hmm. Buffy's like, Cordelia, put the gun down and get back to the spatula. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was great. That spatula is magical, man. Yeah, it really is. Um, the twins are still closing in. They shoot a grenade at lo- like at the at the abandoned shack. But it lands at like Buffy and the demon's feet. And Buffy's like, oh, fuck, we got to get out of here. 
She grabs Cordelia, jumps out a window. The demon tries to jump out a window, but it is boarded up and just like falls right back inside and lands with his face right next to the grenade. Great moment. I wrote down, slow detonating bomb blows up cabin. <laughs> they jumped out of the window and are like 30 feet away from the cabin before it blows up. Yeah. What is this? What is this grenade? Well, it didn't look like a grenade at all either. It just looked like a little <laughs> rocket or something. Yeah. But I thought that the the demon jumping and just like <laughs> just yeah. Pratt falling right back into the thing was a great moment of slapstick comedy. No, yeah, it was definitely funny. I, I absolutely loved it. But then we get to my favorite part. Oh yeah. Well then yeah. you take you take over. Oh, I mean, I mean you can say it. <laughs> you can say it. Okay. So. Mr. Gorch and Candy are mm-hmm. at the library and they've opened library jail up yeah. and they're inspecting all of the weapons that Giles has at the ready in library jail. And they're like, we could use some of this stuff to kill Faith and Buffy. And they're like, yeah, thanks so much for the keys, mister. And Giles is face down on the ground. <laughs> Giles face- is already knocked out. Face down on the ground with a humongous fucking welt on his head. And this is the point I was making. Her calling Giles and Giles getting that message did nothing. Yeah, I guess. Like, you didn't, go, you didn't have time you, to you, go. What do you mean you guess? He literally got a phone call and then got knocked out. Yeah. If that phone call doesn't happen, nothing changes. Okay. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> You're so reluctant to give up on All right, Pants, you know what? You're right. Okay. Giles is knocked out, and we don't even see him get knocked out this time. He's just already knocked. They just like whatever. You're done. I mean, poor Giles's brain, dude. God. He's not going to remember anything that he watched in his life in like two years because of all of the head trauma. Why is there not security measures put in place in the library? You guys have been know. attacked there so many times. There needs to be warning systems, like if someone's walking up. Yeah, like, he needs to have needs a to, button. There needs like to be a, a button. pager or something. It needs to be like some vampire deterrence. Like there, everything should be covered in garlic. It should smell like shit in there. Like, I don't know, man. It should be a cross that just swings down. Just a cross on the door and windows, you know, so they can't yeah. come in. I don't know, man. So then we go back to the old tech guy and Mr. Trick, and they're looking at the monitor, and Mr. Trick hears a knock at the door. He's like, I'll go get I'll wor- I'll go get that. You stay here. You do your uh, tech wizardry. Question. Who did you think was at the door? I can't remember who I thought was at the door. I was just along for the ride, Vance. Who did okay. you think was at the door? <laughs> my brain was racking. I was racking my brain thinking, who could it be? But I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea what was going to happen, but... Yeah. Uh, who is at the door are a horde of cops and they arrest Mr. Trick. <laughs> Don't read him his rights. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and Mr. Trick is just like, hey, what the hell? What's going on? Why am I getting arrested? <laughs> black men in America, am I right? Black being black and Sunnydale, man. <laughs> uh, so they Jeez. take Mr. Trick away. So then Buffy and Cordelia run to school. Uh, they go to the library. Buffy opens the library door with her back turned somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it's talking to Cordelia. And Candy jumps uh, Buffy 
and she starts attacking Buffy. And, uh, oh, Mr. Gorch is watching. There's, yeah. like, a lingering scene on Mr. Gorch's face while he's watching this. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah he thinks, okay, he couldn't beat up the Slayer himself, right? Mm-hmm. Now he thinks there's two of them. Yeah. They, we've seen them in the scene before. They had a crossbow. Yeah. He's not using the crossbow. He's literally standing there watching Candy attack Buffy with his hands in his pockets and his thumbs in his, like, belt loops, it seems like. And he's not even looking at Cordelia, who he might think is the other Slayer, because he has no clue. Yeah. He's just standing like, hey. Yeah, it's like, you guys didn't get the drop on her. She just walked into a room, and yeah. you grabbed her by her arm. You could have bit her immediately. You could have shot her with a crossbow. What are they doing? They're dumb. They're so dumb. Um, but Cordelia gives Buffy the spatula and, and Buffy starts, uh, she, she gets the spatula and then immediately gets hit in the face with like a post, the bottom of like this podium. And yeah, like I will say coat, this. It was like a coat hanger or coat rack or something. Yeah. Buffy like stabs her with the spatula and she gets hit in the bottom with the bottom base of like a coat, coat rack or something. Yeah. And I will say Buffy's knockout here. She's been learning from Giles. Yeah, this is a good. great pratfall. Yeah, the apple did not fall far from the watcher tree. Yeah, she stumbles back and she falls into like desk and boxes and like falls over. It's great. Mm-hmm. It looks it's hilarious. But uh, so Candy got stabbed right in the uh, solar plexus. It looks like with the spatula. This is definitely not a heart shot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This looks a real tummy shot to me. Could be the remaster. <laughs> I think you've I think you've uh maxed out on your remaster okay jokes for this episode I think you got to give it a break for a couple you get right. one an episode from now on okay all right yeah I'll limit myself use it sparingly <laughs> um so Buffy's knocked out and then Mr. Gorch is walking over to move in for the kill and then Cordelia stands in his face wait wait, she- wait, wait, wait you well, she stabs her with the spatula, but the spatula, I guess, has a wooden handle and it kills the yeah. wife. So, yeah. Like, she looks down and she's like, oh, shit. And she, like, dusts dust up. Yeah, the spatula disappears as well. Um, I think it's amazing that Cordelia carried the spatula all the way from the woods. Yeah. It was a nice little callback. Nice little... Uh, it's not... Uh, what, what, I mean, it's the magic. It's the Chekhov's, magic. Chekhov's, Chekhov's spatula. spatula. Yeah. <laughs> I do love when the when the when the uh, cabin blows up. They go, "Hey, let's run back. We got to get to the library." And I was like, "Why weren't you guys running to the library in that whole time?" Yeah, why did you stick around in the woods <laughs> for Slayer Fest? It wasn't like they were like, "Oh, we'll just wait until someone tries to blow us up and then we'll run." Yeah, I don't know. So uh, yeah, he, he yeah. Mr. Gorge starts moving in for the kill to kill Buffy, and then Cordelia gets in his face, and she's like, "What the fuck do you think you're doing, Mister?" She's just a runner-up, all right? I'm Queen Bee here. And if you think that you're going to mess with my friend over there, you got another thing coming because I'm the queen. And you, she, you see what she did to your girlfriend. And Mr. Gorch is like, wife. She's like, whatever. I don't care. You saw what she did. What do you think's going to happen when you fuck with me? And then Mr. Gorch is like, okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> I was like... You bitch. Yeah, what a punk bitch, dude. <laughs> dude. She just they just killed your wife and you didn't even like I was like, I've seen a zombie snap a kid's neck at mm-hmm. Buffy's uh homecoming party or her literally her homecoming party. Um mm-hmm. why why is he not doing he doesn't do anything. Yeah. Just 
if he's not going to do it, if he's not going to do it for his wife, do it for the money. Yeah, I mean, that was his whole thing. Non-sequential bills. Come on, Mr. Gorch. He's such I mean, a little... One is knocked out. You got two knocked out people here. Yeah. And you got a, a non-slayer that he doesn't know is not a slayer, but she yeah. has no weapons. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it made no it's sense. Fine, whatever. He's such a roach, dude. <laughs> but I like him. I, I just want there to be a little more to him. Because even when they, in his original episode, he was bored. Like, they had a dumb plan. Okay, fair. Fair. Um, so he runs away. Giles wakes up. And he's like, what the hell happened? <laughs> How are we still talking about this episode? <laughs> right? This is a, such a long it's, podcast episode. This, this so episode sorry. does not deserve to be this long. We lost all listeners for this episode. <laughs> we are bat- down to zero. So. We're down to... We're the fifth listened of the yeah. five podcasts. Yeah. So uh, they figure out that the corsages were chipped because they're like, oh, well, they bought us corsages. And Giles is like, oh, I didn't recall them saying anything about getting you corsages. Buffy looks at it. And she's like, oh, it's chipped. That's how they're tracking us. She's like, oh, wasn't one of them a computer guy or something? And yeah. I'm like, dude, so they picked them up and they had trackers on them. So they cheated. Yeah. Also, you don't need trackers to track Buffy. Yeah, well, you were right next to her when this whole Slayer Fest started. You guys are military trained people. Uh, I guess the the, the twins. twins. They yeah. should be able to walk through a school with assault rifles, which is a weird statement, weird wording on that. But <laughs> <laughs> they, they should be able to infiltrate this empty building and hunt down two people. Two, without, two girls. Without being directed by a guy looking at dots on a on the screen yeah so buffy's like all right well we're gonna get these guys now i'm gonna need some wet toilet paper to get this plan in motion so now the twins are walking the halls with their assault rifles and buffy runs past them and they start shooting and they miss her how <laughs> yeah how they have laser sights on those guns and she just runs out in front of them runs out in front of them in heels yeah and she runs into a classroom one of the twins goes in. The other one is like triangulating. You, you have to have three people to triangulate. Yeah. Well, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know why they're both not going in. Yeah, me neither. And then Buffy's like hiding behind a desk. And the guy goes in and he's like skulking around. He's looking for Buffy. And she just leaps up and throws the corsage with the tracker and the wet toilet paper. And it sticks to him. And the tech guy's like... They're right there. They're right behind you. And then she somehow gets the twins to shoot each other. Yeah. I don't understand how this plan worked at all. <laughs> I was like, wow, that is clever to make a sticky bomb with the wet toilet paper. Yeah. I was like, that's interesting. I didn't know what she was going to use wet toilet paper for. So when she throws it, it sticks on them. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, but like, how did she get... Well, I think she's stuck it like it's weird because she's in the room with it. So they go into so it does its job. It she's I thought she was gonna put one maybe did she put one of them in that room and she was holding one too? Or look, I don't it know. It would it would make sense if she got the other corsage on the other twin, but she throws it on only one twin. So the one the the guy that doesn't have the toilet paper shoots that twin. Yeah. But that twin would have no reason to shoot back. Well, maybe he thinks Buffy has a gun and is shooting at him. I mean, 
Here's what I'll say. If someone shoots at you and you're a military person, if you're a military guy and you have a gun, if someone shoots at you, you turn and you shoot back at where the okay, shooting comes from. Okay, that may. Okay. I don't know. This plan was you just think, like... You think he would turn back and be like, I don't know why, why is someone shooting at me? No, he just starts shooting. I think the issue is it's not clear that she planted... Like, I thought she would be like, oh, I'm just going to plant one on a ceiling or something. You know, like, yeah, I thought that she would like, like put it on like a rat or something and have them chasing all over the or place. Or just throw it in some other room. You know they're going to walk in there. But here's mm-hmm. the issue. This is why I brought this up earlier. Buffy can't kill these guys because they're just regular people. Yeah. She can't just like punch and break their necks. She could punch and knock them out, but like there's no way to arrest them. You know what I mean? Did she not kill the 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 cop that was shooting her in school what do you mean the cop that was shooting her in remember school? like that was several, one of those hunters. episodes that was yeah, one, one of those hunters. Hunters. and she didn't die she didn't die she right. she beat her uh they beat her up at the at the church okay no so would you put the blame for these twins on buffy she, like this is like no, what no, I, was no. I mean about. i'm saying like she can kill people indirectly but she okay. couldn't like like she had to have them shoot. Yeah, she couldn't just yeah. like sneak up behind him and strangle him. Like, yeah. I don't think the show would let her do that. Okay. All right. So yeah, the twins shoot each other, and the tech guy doesn't realize it. He's like, "We won." We. He's like, "We we got him. We got both of the slayers." And he thinks it is uh, hot shit. Um, Mister Trick is then brought to the mayor's office, mm-hmm. and the mayor's like, "Look, I know all about you, buddy. You're Mister Trick." You're a vampire. I get it. And Mr. Trick is like, well, I, what do you want from me? Like, I don't want to work with you. And he's like, well, you're going to work with me. Uh, there's a bunch of rebellious youths in this town and we need to clean up the streets. And then Mr. Tree's like, all right, I'm listening. And that's basically Wait. the end of that. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to. I'm not going to join. And he calls out the like, oh, I. Oh, you want me to get out of your neighborhood? I've heard that even before I was a vampire. So they call out the like racist implications. Yeah. Of that, so that was kind of nice that they had that at least a mention. The, the mayor also knows all about Slayer Fest. He's like, great name, love Slayer Fest, dude. The mayor is in on everything. Yeah, like, he knows about Slayer Fest. Uh, I mean, you had to send out something to get these people to come from all over the place. Like, there's so. a creature you've never seen before that showed yeah. up. How did he get the information? Um, I still don't know what the mayor's plan is. Me neither. Because he says the youth matter and we need the kids. I thought he was going to be like, hey, can we stop killing kids at the school until the election is over? But I don't know. Yeah, he's like, I need an election year. I'm in an election year and I got to get re-hired. And he wants Mr. Trick to be part of the team. And did he open something and show him something? I don't remember. But on Wikipedia, it says that the mayor is recruiting Mr. Trick to help control the town's youth. Yeah, which I don't know. Is that what's... I know we're going to find... I think we're going to find out next episode some more about this. But is that what the Principal Snyder is supposed to be doing? Controlling the youth? I guess so. Because Cause guess what? I got news for you. They don't vote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. They They're not vote. legally allowed to. <laughs> they can't vote. Um. So then we get to the bronze and Buffy and Cordelia show up. And they're all haggard as shit looking. And Xander's like, whoa, where the hell were you guys? Are you guys out there mud wrestling? And they're like, we got caught up with a bunch of demons and, and assassins trying to kill us. 
And they're like, whoa. And Giles shows up. His tie's all disheveled. And he's got this big lump on his head. And now they're finally announcing who won the homecoming queen stuff. And Buffy and Cordelia look at each other and like, you know what? No matter who wins, uh, you know, this is after the night we had, we should know just how important this is. And Buffy turns and she's like, it's incredibly important. And Cordelia's like, yep, I'm going to take you down. And then the guy's like, oh, wow, this is crazy. I got the winners in my hand. And for the first time ever, we have a tie. And it's like, oh, God, it's going to be Buffy and Cordelia in winning in a tie. But no, it's the other two girls that win the tie. And Buffy and Cordelia just turn their backs on it. And they're like, this is a bunch of bullshit. And then that's the end of the episode. There's too much stuff in this episode. That's yeah. why it's a long podcast. It was yeah, there's too to much stuff about. on our podcast, right? Now. It, there's too much stuff in this podcast. And there's too much stuff happening in this episode. Like, yeah. I would have loved to focus in on one of them, on just one more. Like, on one of the things, more depth. Yeah. It's like, a very unfocused like episode. Slayer Fest needed to... And you know what? It's interesting. It took forever for the opening credits to come in. There's That's like three scenes. It was like three scenes. I was like, are they just not having one this episode? It was like yeah. three scenes before we actually got to the opening credits. Because there's so much stuff they're setting up here. Um, I mean, they even have a, a the angel thing in the beginning. That we don't yeah. even deal with anymore. Yeah. Um, it's too much going on, man. Which is weird for an episode where she gets dumped. Like, we don't even get time to deal with Scott Hope breaking up with her. Yeah, it seems like, I mean, obviously her wanting to become homecoming queen plays into, like, I'm going to get back at him. Like, I'm, like, revenge body or whatever, revenge homecoming queen. But everything's just moving so fast and not spent enough time on it. Like, I feel like this episode could have been a lot better. And we didn't need, I felt like I, I'm really interested in the Willow and Xander kissing, but like that seemed like something that's like is in here, but gets lost because we're dealing with Slayer Fest and prom queen stuff. I wish Slayer Fest or was like its own episode. Queen. Yeah. You know, like that would have been so fun and actually have faith in it. And then like show Buffy and Faith, like earning trust in each other, mm-hmm. getting to know each other better and a, like working together. A lot of set pieces of them, like trying to do like, like just surviving with like tricks and like hiding out places and avoiding traps and stuff yeah. like that. That would have been a lot of fun. That's that's the thing. It's like Slayer Fest has a lot of potential to be like, all right, we got 10 of the deadliest people and two Slayers. I didn't even know they were two Slayers because uh, they, they exist. And, you know, and then we had the whole episode of that. And Giles is like, where are they? And they're trying to find them. And yeah, Giles opens a, a book to like, oh, Slayer Fest. It's been happening since the 1400s. <laughs> Slayer Fest 1408. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, oh, it's Mr. Trick. He has uh, been hosting Slayer Fest every year. It's an annual charity event and whoever. <laughs> it gives back to charity, so I'm not fully against it. I've never had my own Slayer until now. Yeah. So that's yeah. the episode for Homecoming. Um not my favorite episode. Doesn't seem like it was yours either. And you know what's going to be interesting is how are they going to explain the school being shot up? <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they won't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Remember when Buffy's house got wrecked? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And in the next episode, she's having dinner with Faith. I mean, it's fine. 
<laughs> yeah, they shot those windows out for sure and shot through walls. And then, like, did they take the bodies of the twins out of the school? And, like, where are know. they putting those? Like, is there just a ravine with a bunch of Buffy victims? There's definitely, like, a, a watcher, like, body disposal. There's got to be. It's just creepy. I think people. that's what animal control is for. I think animal control is, like, animal control and body disposal. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that is it for Homecoming, everybody. Thank you for listening to the two people that made it all the way through in this episode. Really appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> for all two of you, uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, at Boys Watching Buffy, we got some good stuff going on there. Rate if and review, you, please. Yeah, if you made it through this episode, if you made it to the end, and you're a new listener, you're not one of the the ones that are just... Uh, the you diehards, know, true believers. The, the completionist, I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> the boys watching Buffy completionist. Uh, you know, send us a message. Let us know. Yeah, if you made yeah. it this far, I feel like you got to give us a, a positive Apple podcast review. Yeah, and, and leave a message and then we'll respond to it next episode or the episode after that or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah, just... Yeah, give us a review. Give us- if this is your favorite episode, if you loved the, our take on this episode let us know i would really love to hear about that <laughs> i i just want to issue an apology to everybody for this being so long yeah. um next episode is titled band candy vance what do you think that is i i think something was slightly spoiled for me i think this has something to do with uh principal snyder okay i, I think someone online had mentioned like oh i love principal snyder and band candy okay that's, All right. Well, it's gonna um, be something with Principal I think, Snyder. I think it's gonna be Principal Snyder, and I do think we get some more of the Xander Oz dynamic. Dynamic. Okay, that would make sense. You think hey, that yeah. Allison Hannigan says one time at band camp? <laughs> oh, was this? When did American Pie come out? Has she has she been in American Pie yet? It's kind of around the same time. Yeah, I it's around like. the same time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say also the term candy makes me think there's going to be some weird drug. Well, there you have it, everybody. Those are the predictions for Bang Candy. Thanks again for listening and making it through this marathon of an episode. Uh, we'll, uh, see you next time when we review Band Candy. Cordelia gave me six bucks. That buys a whole lot of cupcakes.